Down and distance. Down and distance. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. Parkman doing his little shimmy. It drives the women here in Cleveland crazy. You think of what I'm thinking, partner? I'm sorry, I don't know what just happened. I believe this is going to be our finest hour. It's the future, future, future. Whoa, 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 stop the presses, stop the presses. You know what time it is? Damn, damn, boom. It's down the distance here on WGNRadio.com. Jared Payton alongside my man Ernie Scatton, shot voice man on Twitter. I'm at Payton P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. Don't follow Ernie, follow me because I'm the only one tweeting out of the crew. So that's how we do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now it's time because Thursday is football day here in Chicago at Soldier Field. The Bears take on the Broncos, and I'm excited because we get a chance to kind of see how things are going to play out from, you know, Bourbonnet or Bourbonnet, however you want to call it, to real football, man. A lot of these these young guys on this team are going to get a chance to be able to experience some real football. And I know it's really good because it comes repetitive over and over again, hitting your own teammates when you're out there in training camp. Now you get a chance to hit somebody else from a different team. It always makes you feel good. So let's break down some of the position battles. Let's break down some of the things that we want to see. Let's break down some of the things that we're going to look forward to as this preseason approaches. Let's go. All right, man. Thursday night. It's time. Thursday night, first preseason game. They're still in first game. place. Right mm. now they are. I mean, that's the good part, man. That's the good part that, you know, you're coming into a preseason where there's a lot of valuation going on and there's a lot of looking at guys to figure out who's going to be on this squad and who can help this squad uh, depending on how you look at 2017, you, you kind of you have to look at it with some glasses on, preferably some uh, some Oakley shades. Oh no, no, I, I would what? actually go back. Let's not, not forget the Oakleys. You can see clear through those. I got a pair right here. Maybe some aviators, dude. Some, aviators, some aviators, but the man. aviators have to. They they just can't be regular aviators. I want the Tom Cruise Top Gun aviators. Okay, then that's what you're looking through then. All right, so we got to go through this and try to figure out, you know, certain things that we're going to be looking at and things that we want to see in a first preseason game, even though you're not getting a lot of the number ones out on the football field for an extended period of time to be able to break down and watch how guys are developing. But in a short period of time, in a series or two series, you want to be able to see what you've been watching, maybe even uh, in practice and training camp in Bourbonnet or – if you've been out there to, to actually see it yourself or what you've been reading in the newspaper about hearing how guys have been making plays, you want to see that translate over to the field on Thursday. Well, traditionally, you don't, like you said, you don't see the ones in these games. But why wouldn't the Bears play Glennon as much as possible? Like, if I'm the Bears, he plays every game. Like, all preseason. He, you can't tell me he doesn't need the reps. He has to he has to need the reps to understand his offense better. Why wouldn't you play your one all the time? And if we if we're not gonna see Glennon, does that mean I'm gonna see Mitchell? It comes down to seeing Mike Glennon kind of do what he did in the scrimmage game where you wanna see a guy complete passes down the field. And one thing that I did see, Ernie, in the scrimmage game at Soldier Field was is with the one offense with Mike Glennon, there wasn't a lot of down the field throws. We haven't really seen Glennon throw the deep ball like we've actually seen Sanchez and we've seen Trubisky being able to throw that deep ball. These Both those guys have live arms. Glennon 
I don't know if he ha- he doesn't have that live arm. To me, from what I've seen so far. So in your opinion, he's got a rag arm. No, no, I'm not saying that he has a rag arm. I just haven't seen it when he's been out on the field, those down-the-field throws over camp like we've seen with Sanchez. Sanchez's big throw to Victor Cruz over the middle in the scrimmage game was pretty impressive of how he throws on the dime. I've also seen Trubisky as well throw that ball, step into the pocket, and throw the ball down the field. So the, the, Bears, the Bear, Listen, the Bears' offense has to take that step. Guys have to get down the field to be able to open things up. And so this offense can have some type of success. Take the top off. As yeah, take the top off. But you, you you, need guys to be able to do that. You, you, you look at how the receivers are kind of stacked up, Earn, and I think that's kind of the the next big thing. Well, I was going to – but who do the Bears have that can take the top off? Uh, who, who, who's the fast, speedy receiver? It's Kevin White, right? Is, is Kev- he your fastest and biggest receiver? Uh, he's your – Fastest and probably your most physical receiver. Yeah, he. I mean, that's what. So then you don't listen, necessarily want him to take the top off. But yeah, yeah, you do want him to take it off because now you're you're pairing him where the two the success. Right, right, listen, right, right. success. How good Kevin White can be, Ernie, hinges on how good Cam Meredith is as well. So Vice the, versa. So they they hold keys to each other's success, basically. Yeah, but one thing about Cam that we've seen in Cam, and regardless if people want to name him a number one, more than likely he's going to be this Bears' number one target for right now. I mean, going into the season, for a guy that has a lot of experience, has been on the field last year, like over 800 yards, receptions. So you, you love to be able to see that he's able to to make plays. He also is tall enough and can go up and get the ball when he needs to. But he's also had to kind of figure out how to play with double teams. He's had to do that because when when you become the focal point, when you didn't have, and we saw this with Alshon Jeffrey being here with Cam, those games where Cam got off, um, let's see, last year the Colts game, Alshon Jeffrey was on the on the football field demanding right. double coverage, help over the top, which left Cam one on one on the other side. That's why he went up and he made plays. It's going to almost but you be have the to same make thing. it. You have to make it like you can't leave him one on one, and that's what Cam Mayer. That's the next step in his in, in progression well, of him as not, a receiver. It, right? You know what you know what it is. He's got to make it, himself a it, tough cover. It comes down to both of these guys again. It comes down to you want both guys to be that tough to cover. be that tough that 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 defenses are now making. What do you do? They're Who are you making. Right? Yeah. Who does the safety come over? Yeah, over they're the like top? They're, yeah, right. they're making. You know, a choice of Take who they pick. want to. Is it possible? In your opinion, is it possible for that to happen? Because you know, I love Kevin White. I, we I, but but from what I'm, you're saying, I, it, it took you know, Cam Meredith had to learn how to play a double team, had to learn how to do this. Well, Kevin White hasn't had a chance to learn, so now now I'm skeptical. I'm scared that he's not going to be ready, and it's like you third mean, year, they, dude. And I, I know you've been hurt, but it, you can't. There, there's nothing that you can do to push it faster, the process faster. Ernie has to. Why get do some kids just? Why do some reps? just get it? Why do some? Why is it just like a net? Like because Randy Boston have that well, process, no, because, and I get that he's a freak. No, it's not even Maybe that. He's a bad. You look at other he, guys and where they came from in college, man, and how they played in the, uh, in, the, in the offenses that they played in. Yeah, some guys just. So as a kid, a college kid, I would never go to a school that's not going to put me in the best position to to move on. Like I, but I guess you have no choice. I know. I didn't. But I don't know if we're in the same that. predicament now. In year three with Kevin White, if he was on the field for the past two seasons, and so 
That's where right. I think people, yeah, I, I think he's a little bit further along. But right now, the only thing that's going to get him better is more reps Man. on the football well, field. Well, they have him and Cam as the, as the starters at the receiver position. Okay, their, so their... that's that's another storyline. Right. How many wide receivers do they keep? And who are locks? Who are locks? Who are on the bubble? And who are guys that are probably not going to make this team? To me, the wide receivers that are locks are the two guys that we just talked about. Absolutely. Cam, um, Kevin White. I feel like Victor Cruz has and to I think, be a lock. And I think, I, I think uh, Marcus Wheaton's going to be a lock. I think those are the three. But then I think after that, it kind of opens up. I also think Josh Bellamy's going to be here, too. God, that would I make, hate that kid. That would be four. That is going to be four if guys. If he could actually catch, I'd be all right with him. Yeah, but he's both. He Listen, he, he goes from the reason why he's going to make this team, like because him or not. special teams. Yeah, it's because he's good, a really good special and teams Victor guy. And Victor Cruz, Kendall Wright, Ruben Randall, three guys whose names are, are you know have been bandied about for years in the NFL. I like Deontay Thompson. I know he was a little small last year, but I liked his little thickness, and I liked his little bowling ball thickness. Yeah, I don't think he makes it. Probably team. not. <laughs> so Cam, what about? Let me ask you about this. What about Alton Howard? What about Pig Howard? I'm. You want to know who my who my guys are? Listen, this is going to be the starting. This is these are going to be the six wide receivers that are going to be on the fifty three man roster. Cam, Cam Meredith, Kevin White, Mark Sweeten, Victor Cruz. Josh Bellamy, and they're going to keep one more. And that Ruben sixth Randall, one? Kendall, it's going to be either Ruben Randall or Kendall, Kendall nope. Wright, I think. Nope. Nope. Not happening, bro. No? Neither you one sk- of those guys make it? No. You skipped over just like Daniel Braverman? Dan is going to be on. That's my guy. I'm hoping that's that he t- can. But he he, I, he has a Tommy Waddle spot? But no. It's you just, always got to keep a Tommy Waddle It's tough type. because you bring in a guy like Victor Cruz and you bring in other guys that are – Almost the, do the same thing that you do, and yeah. that there's a, How many of a flux of a guy that you can play in that slot position. But the guy that everybody is talking about that I think makes this team and actually the 53 man roster is going to be Tanner Gentry from Wyoming, who's really? an undrafted free agent. Yeah, keeps making plays in camp and one handed catches. And down I did the field. see, I, I saw some of I mean, that. I mean, he's a he's, but I thought he was just like a he's no, going to be a practice squad guy. I, I think. I think, you think he suits up on Sundays? I think he's going to be there. He's going to play on. I think he's going to play special teams, and I think he's going he's to. He's going to have to play he's special a bigger, teams. He's a bigger. Like what they want out of Braverman, and I love the fact that he can give you that. And if you watch him run routes, and he, I, I love what he brings to the table. Tanner Gentry is just a little bit bigger, you know, than than Braverman, and a guy that. Well, then here's your question. What if Tanner Gentry looks good on special teams? Do you cut Josh Bellamy's single? No, nah, you can't. Because do you it's cut such him and keep deal. one of these other guys? It's, no, it's too. He, they, they love the fact of what he brings to God. That kid can't to, catch. to the wide receiver room, and they love the really? fact of what. Yeah, they just they he's he's got this. Uh, I mean, he's yeah, got a way. He, so he's a me. Like you don't want to get rid of him. He's a nice, cool guy. Funny, probably good for the room. Yeah, he's a good. And he's not got, the greatest at anything, but you know, he's he's, he's good for the room. He's and good for, for the team. Special teams. I think people I think forget that's the how definition big. of me. I'm good for the team. Not yeah. great at any one thing. I'm not bad. I thought about cutting not you. phenomenal. I thought about cutting you a couple <laughs> times, or putting you on, or like releasing you with like no, and like keeping you like you had an injury. We're gonna keep you like. You can release wait. me on Monday, baby, back Friday because nobody else is going to yeah, touch me. Yeah, I mean, that's... Just that, so, listen, we're just going to use this roster spot this week, okay? And we'll, we'll bring, bring you back. back on Friday. We promise. We promise. Stay at the hotel. Yeah. So I so stay, turn go. down the Lions, turn down the Vikings, and then you guys don't get me? Yeah. I'll tell you another thing. 
I truly, 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 truly like. And I keep saying it over and over again. And I look forward to seeing how he's going to kind of fare in real game action, especially when it comes to pass protection. But Tariq Cohen has shown that he is he the spotlight is not too big for him and that this the NFL is not too big for him. Yeah, well, kid, he's gonna he's gonna end up getting Kadeem Carey cut. I mean, it, I, I look forward to seeing how the running back situation pans itself out because my co-host on Sports Feed, Josh Friedman, and I were talking yesterday. And he was like, well, you know, for sure they're going to keep, you know, Howard Langford. And, Langford. Yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if Langford really? is, a, is a lock. Oh, no. I, I think he's got to be a lock. No, I, I, he's not a lock. He's First of all, he's not even one He's not even one of their guys. He hasn't practiced yet. So I don't even know what, what people are, are saying that he could be an actual lock when you look at you got you got Howard, you got Tariq Cohen, who is their guy who is going to play, whether it's on third down or not. And then you have he can't be Benny Cunningham. Two, they have Benny Cunningham. I like Benny Cunningham. Who is a special teams guy who they like. I mean, more than likely they're going to keep three. I mean, maybe four. I don't know. Maybe four. But, yeah. So who's getting who's getting the axe? So that's the thing. Could they flip Langford for like a seventh-round pick or something like no, that? No, they're not no, getting nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing for Jeremy for Langford? Nothing. <laughs> You guys could have seen his face right there. No, nah, I'm just saying. I'm just for Jared's real. Jared's eyes rolled back into his head like, I, nah. I mean, I mean it's, it, it, it's, it's interesting to me to see how, you know, battles are going to break out. And I really am looking forward to watching the tight ends because I think the way that these tight ends have been talked about during camp, they're an intriguing group. And they give you a, a lot of different opportunities to – to use them in the offense, whether it's you know a single tight end set or a double tight end set, and to see how these guys have been able to, I love how they use their body to get open and leverage on the defenders. Absolutely. And Adam Shaheen is a guy that is going to be real, and the Bears are going to use him a lot this year. And, he, and as he gets comfortable, Ernie, with the game, I think that's where we're going to start seeing some of that uh, not some of that. We've seen some of it. Maybe more of what we saw in his highlight film when he was at Ashland, where he can feel free and play. A lot of young guys on this still on this roster, and you you, have, you you forget sometimes that a lot of guys don't have a lot of experience, and so the only thing that gets them game ready is more experience. You can practice all you want to. Game's a little bit different. Most of the time, practice is is the hardest thing because you're, you're grinding against your own teammates. It's hot outside during the summertime, and you're tired. You don't feel like sometimes being there. But games, you practice so hard to be able to play in those games. But in those games, you get so much valuable information and learn so many valuable lessons that you can't get on the practice field. And it's like like trial and error. But the guys that succeed at the NFL level are guys that – prepare themselves or have been through so many games that they know what's going to happen before it happens and they can just play free and that's when the 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 athleticism comes out because they're like yo i've done this before mentally i've already seen what's going to happen now let me go out there and react and that's where you see certain guys not having the chance to do that yet well they're going to keep four tight ends right i would think no i mean they They may only keep if they keep three why does zach miller make this team I mean, I don't know if they're going to keep three. That's the thing. They might. He might not. He might not make this. Zach, in no way, shape, or form does Zach Miller make my team. He doesn't make this team. You have Deion Sims as your starting tight end, right? Well, they paid, well first of all, yeah, they paid him 
basically starter money. Okay, yeah. so you're Deion Sims. Adam Shaheen's going to be your starter of the future. He's your man coming behind but he's, him. But he's also going to play a lot. Right, and they like Daniel Brown and Ben Broniker. Right? Ben Broniker not so much, but Brown, they like him as a blocker. They like him as a blocking tight end, right? Why keep Zach Miller, who gets hurt, and you got to pay a ton of money? Not a ton, but you have to pay. Why keep him? Because he catches a ball up the gut every now and then? I, he gets cut in my world. He's... He gives you. Don't some, tell me he's good for the locker room. I don't believe that with him. No, 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 no. Not good for the locker room. He's just he he's a good pass catcher, man. Okay, when he's when he's not hurt. I know, but that's the, guy's the always thing. Hurt. The other two names that you were talking about, I mean, don't they're not wow factors in the passing game. What's a wow? But is Zach Miller really a wow factor? In when he's healthy on the football field, yes. When he's healthy on the football field and the wind's blowing correctly, you did north to south I mean, and everything's same, perfect. It, Aaron, it is, it's Aaron, it's the same thing that we talked about with Alshon Jeffrey, man. When he was on the football field, dude, dude's a baller. Like you, you can't turn on the tape. And watch and not see him do something in a game or make a catch that you're like, okay. Like you you can tell he's a he's a gamer. Now the the biggest issue is we know he can't stay, can't stay healthy. healthy. And it's not but, even like a joke, like you cannot stay healthy. But and I, I hate it for some guys. You're a baller, you just but, injury prone. And but, I, I hate but, that word injury prone. But, it's not that's not a that's not a yeah, thing. But you you just keep, get injured. But not you're keeping a, a quarterback that is your starting quarterback who you don't who hasn't played and started in a long time in NFL years? Like when, yeah. when we when you talk about NFL years, dog years. Yeah. So it to me, you want to make him as comfortable as possible. And if you don't really know what's going on with your wide receiver position yet, like you you could have a feeling. Right. But we're also talking about a a but. A bunch of young guys in that wide receiver room right. who you don't, don't have a lot. Th- they right. don't have a lot of experience. Either. So you're saying Zach Miller makes it for veteranship and his and his leadership. And you're hoping that. And, and what you do is in the NFL, as GMs do all the time, they try to figure out ways to be able to kind of look past all the other stuff. Which people on the outside as fans, we don't. We see for what it is. And I think they do as well, but they mask it sometimes and go, you know what? Maybe they that maybe jumps in. Maybe he could stay healthy this year. So I don't know how many they keep. I just know that it's not a lock for Zach Miller to be able to make this team. I mean, he's going to have to wow. Yeah, and, and stay show. healthy. Don't don't look, don't get hurt in camp. He takes an injury in camp. I I can't see how he makes this team. There's one guy though that I'm really looking forward to watching this season, and to me. I want to see how he progresses, and we've we've kind of talked it over. But Leonard Floyd, I want to see what he does in year two. And Pernell McPhee, maybe, and I mean, how many games he's going to play this year, we have no clue. I want to see his development over the summer and how he has got smarter as a football player because that was the one thing last year year that you saw was a kid that had, that was really raw, Ernie, and had a lot of talent and a lot of athleticism, but also sometimes putting himself in bad situation because of technique. And his technique has to get better, and I think it has gotten better, and we've seen it keeping his head up because the concussions are a big yeah, issue. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm the, scared of that. The concussions are a big issue, but he, he can't let that get in his head. He's really got to gotta go out and play because, Ernie, the dude – has some special skills. He's put on a little weight. Yeah. Uh, maybe the speed might not be as fast, but I'll take him putting on weight and getting a little bit more solid for the pounding that he's going to have to take. And I think now as people watch film, especially over the last five games of last season, they saw what he was able to do of being able to get to the quarterback. They're going to have 
people are going to game plan against him now because they know that's a beautiful they're, thing. They're, they're going to game plan. So now he's got. It's been be, a while since we've had a, a defensive player where you had to game plan against you. You, you he's. I mean, who's your last one? Peppers. Yeah, probably so. When in early when he got here, right, right when he first got here, even yeah. even at the end, look, they had a game plan against him. That's why he didn't get a lot of tackles or sacks or anything because he had two people on him at all the time. Somebody chipping him. I mean, I look at the size difference between both those guys though. <laughs> yeah. Peppers was a monster, a monster. And and then you look at Floyd, who, man, he's got everything. And I remember having the conversation with uh, the Bears' uh, old linebacker coach Clint Hurt when they drafted Floyd, and he. And he never blows smoke anywhere. I mean, it's it's always it's it's hundred percent all the time with Clinton. He was like, man, this dude, he's got it. Like he's got he's got that thing. Like the way he's able to maneuver his body around and like and still keep his speed to get around the edges. And it, he said it's special. Did he and, compare him to anybody? No, nah, of- I didn't compare him. He just said he well he compared him to Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> He's able to kind of like maneuver contort, his body. He can contort his body in the, in the ways and yeah, shapes. You can just get there. And so I want to I see him. I want to see him unleash. I want him to take that next step in 2017, man. This is, this is the year for him. We, I think every time you look at a guy that's drafted in the first round, Earn, I mean, the expectations are through the roof, right? They have to be. They're a first-round pick. People want to see what you're going to do. That's why they, it sucks when they take projects. And they want, and they want. Well, he, I, he that was the one thing. The last two years, they took yeah. Floyd as a project, and they took Trubisky as a project. But with Trubisky, I just wanted to speed up. I want to know where we're going to be in right. five years. I think that's my the one thing that like hits me to my heart and to my soul and to my core. Where is this Bears organization going to be in five years? I want to see what the development of Mitch Trubisky is five years from now. But I don't have a crystal ball, and I wish I did. In five years, you hope probably 10 or 12 of these guys are still on the team. Like you know that of the team that we have now, like you, you obviously hope Leonard Floyd's still there and Tariq Cohen and 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 who else? Shaheen, Jordan Howard. You know you hope these guys are still around. Kyle Long. Did I say Kyle Long already? Uh, Kyle don't Long. Know. Yeah, but yeah, I, Kyle. And Kyle is is another guy. As this season creeps up, gotta stay healthy. Listen, last you know, listening to that he took ten live snaps and in, in, in team drills is is great, and I'm I'm. It Sold makes him out it, listen, season. it makes me happy because he's getting back into the groove. But Ern, I just man, the interior of that Bears offensive line is. I mean, they could. That's the. It could be the best. It in could football. be special, right? It could. Be that, when, I was when, just when, saying when, that when all healthy, when all healthy, they have to. They can be special, and so long sitting in Cody Whitehead. Those yeah, three, right? I mean, they can. I hate. I, I can't. I don't want to say I hate. I don't like Bobby Massey. I, it, well, when, yeah. I mean, that's going to be. That's he's on the right side. The the one the one part as everybody is always worried about and always talking about is on the other side, and that's Charles Leno Jr. And a lot of people don't like his game, but he, you know what? He's about to play himself into a situation where if he plays good this season, he's going to make himself some money. The Bears like him. They trust him, and you know what? The Bears' offensive line last year—if you look at it—I mean, they wasn't bad. They had the, they had the second leading rusher in the NFL. Nah, it wasn't bad. So put put that put that in order, right? right. And, and a lot of the time, we're talking about you know stretch running or or even you know running outside the outside zone and all that stuff where you're 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 looking at those guys on the edges to be able to 
to do what they have to do to be able to move guys or to get around, to hook somebody, whatever it is. They did their job. They had Jordan Howard where Jordan Howard was his second uh, well, in the NFL. You know, rushing. great running backs also make lines better. You know, it's easier to block for a great running back than a bad running back, I would I would think. You yeah, know, but, you, you, yeah, but you, we're talking about young a young guy that was a rookie who yeah, did, but he was who, a stud. Can't you yeah, just? But I mean, it's not stud. It's it's almost a, had, it's yeah. the same thing as like a going out with somebody, you know, dating somebody, marrying somebody. Where he, over time, man, they're like every single year, you you get more comfortable. You learn something new about that person. That's like how it is running behind the offensive line you have to get to know each one that's why when the you nuances. hear that's why when you hear like people like my dad who you know every single year that he would go to the pro bowl he would hand out rolexes to his offensive line but he would also like take them out and he would talk to them and like get to know he i mean like right. know what's going on in their life because sometimes you have to you have to check a dude sometimes if you don't see something when you're back there. Like, you're back there and you're running, and they know, but they, they start to know, and they get to know about you and what you like to right, do. Right, so right. you're watching film together where you're like, yo, man, listen, you know, on 35 stretch, I want to, my goal listen, is to Hot that Stein, Listen, Hartenstein, you better get that fat butt over there. Hey, if, <laughs> if he's on the outside and he, and he comes up the field, I just need you to get in the way because more than likely I'm going to come underneath you. And so over time in games, when they see that and you're in a situation and it's hot out and you're like, or it's cold out, and you're like, dang, we're about to run 35 stretch. Okay. Uh, yeah, I see I see this end. He's out. He's out wide. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get him. Make sure. Just I'm going to get my body on him. I know JP's going to come right inside. Boom. And it's like that. You you have to know. And so it's, you know, same thing with you and your wife, man. She knows things before you don't even have to say them. And she knows what you're thinking already. She knows too damn much. That's what I'm saying. So that's how the relationship. So it's amazing to watch how Jordan Howard and that Bears offensive line were not being a starter early on in the season to where where he right. like ended up being. That only that's going to get better if everybody can stay healthy. But it depends on the interior of that offensive line, and that line could actually be truly, truly special, if not the best. Let me ask you this: Do you subscribe that the Bears are not as far away as people think, as some Ooh, people may yeah. think? I mean, because everything that we've talked about, we have key pieces and key positions. Yeah, but, we have a good running back. But, we we have we have the uh, the start of a very good defense. You, I, I think we're very close to a legitimate top 10, top 8 defense. Very, very close. It, it, we have a very good offensive line. So, like, we're, we have a lot of pieces that are key to having a very good team. Depth. Is it possible that they're not as far as people think? Depth. That's what they're hoping okay. for. That's what they're hoping for now, that they're building depth at those positions. But couldn't they catch a... Could they catch a star by the tail and just what if they had one of those seasons and and it just worked? They didn't get a lot of injuries. Kyle Long stays healthy. You know, Leonard Floyd has a season that you stop. expect. Just stop trying to make me feel I'm not I'm not going into this season like I have the last three seasons. I'm not doing it. I, I my expectations the last three years, Ernie, were like, dude, we are. We're like we're we're not that we we got this we got that and yeah. but now we have things to back those expectations now you can actually look at stuff and say okay i i subscribe that they are not, not as far as people okay. think and i think that there are a couple players away yeah but there's still question marks at key positions that True. we don't know you, you, and the secondary big, and the, is still the, kind of a question and your mark. biggest one is quarterback still you don't we you see just, that's 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 what i was going to say if by some weird reason i'm not saying this year but like next year if mitchell just all of a sudden Clicks and next year he's a stud. 
this team takes that step. Because now you've got a quarterback that can lead you, that can that can that can lead this team, and it's not the wet blanket Jay Cutler. Who I'm not a wait, Jay Cutler, de, you know, detractor. Congratulations, Jay, for going to Miami. I know people are gonna get mad at that, but I like Jay. I love Jay. I like Jay. But you now have a guy that can lead this team, and maybe that just flips that little switch that they need to be able to put them over. And knowing that they still need some depth, but knowing that they have players that can play at this level to win in this league. I mean, I'm hoping, man. That's all I can say is I'm hoping. I'm hoping that you're right. That we need a safety. We need a safety terribly. We need we need a killer. Yeah, we need a killer. We have to wait, see what Eddie Jackson is going to be able to do. Dude's pretty nice, though. He's nice. And then you, you – He was never a killer, though. He was never that but thumper. But he's got – I don't know. He's got that, ball hawk skills. Yeah, Absolutely. That's what you want, though. That's on one of them. I want a thumper. I want a guy that, that I, I, Those, I really don't want to cross the, this field back the, here. But don't – but. I know, but those guys... Those 30-yard slant ends. They they don't last. I don't know how long they last. Okay, so give me five years, dude. I mean, and, and I'm not, listen, I know this is your boy. How long, How and he was a beast. You, you've you told me over and over, it's probably the greatest football player you've ever seen play. Ooh, how long? Yeah, how long do you think he would have lasted? I know he was a thumper of, yeah, of, of mean, a different... Yeah, he was just made different. Not every, I, I, it's hard to say, man. Like... He was still. He was still. He was still. Sean Taylor still be playing. He, he was. He's. He's just. A diff, I don't. I, I don't. I even love know, listening I, to those stories. Dude, you I, have, I don't need. You hear me right now. I don't even know how to put it in words, man. He just. Dude, he and was, he was a good dude. He was your friend. Dude, he was. You know, he, he was, was your unreal, friend. man. He was just. He was unreal, but. But he was. He was like a. It's a weird version, you know. You either have guys that have that ability to like go across the field. And take out like, you know, get an interception from right. being on one side to the other, but then also come up and hit you. Then you have other guys who will come up and just hit you, and that's right. all they he do. He had it all, dude. He had it all. Like he had it all. It's when them Florida boys. I mean, it's just something. It was something different about him. And so, th- those guys come around like once a generation, right? Like it's that's the shooting star you were talking right. about. That's, that's the shooting star. That's the shooting star. Is like, oh man, like we just met. You blink yeah. and you might miss it. And we did. And and sadly, we did miss what would have been, honestly, a Hall of Fame career with Dude, no doubt. No doubt. I, it probably went down as one of the greatest safeties ever, if not the greatest. I just I just want like a quarter of that, a half of that. I just I just I just want somebody to make people fear coming across the middle on that deep end. You know what I mean? Like I just know you do not want to cross that hash mark and come across the middle and turn back and look for the ball because I'm gonna take your head off. That's what we miss out there, I think, in I do in center field. Well I do wanna see how Quentin Demps and Eddie Jackson kinda grow because you have a guy that's been there before, done that to a guy that is young. But neither are thumpers though. Yeah, but Eddie, but Quentin Demps is a big. He's he's, he's coming big, into his own late. He's a big. He's, a big, he's rocked yeah, up, dude, man. Big, I mean, there's he big dudes have, that he, don't he, hit. No, I mean, look he, at you. I'm just he doesn't. Playing. He, doesn't <laughs> he, he doesn't. He doesn't have. I don't know if he. I, I would look at him as more of a guy that would, that would hit you instead of like. I mean, he has ball skills, but not the best ball skills. I mean, so I me mean, just why? First of all, I know what you want. But let's just see how these guys play together. Let's see how everything kind of kind of plays itself out. Like, even how that plays. Because everybody's still thinking about how, you know, who the guys are that are still there. Because, what, you still got Amos is there. Um, DeAndre Houston Carson. We Deion got a couple Bush, of uh, – Deion you know. Bush is from my Miami. You is a 
stumper. That's what scares me about him because he he will come up and try to knock your head off. And like that's one of the biggest things that talked about when he was coming out in uh, the draft. And everybody was talking about he's a dude with just reckless abandons. And in the NFL, you just nowadays you can't you're not getting Bob Sanders anymore. It's not happening. Or Troy Palomalo. It's not those those guys just. They're once in a lifetime in that position to be able to do what they do to come down and stop the run. Not me. I'm telling you now. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Not against offensive linemen coming around pulling. No, not happening, sir. No, not so me. So you got to slip up under that arm. And Sometimes you can't slip. You got to hit that big dude right in his chest, and that stuff hurts, man. <laughs> stuff hurts, dude. Running in the big dudes. But anyway, man, we'll see what happens on Thursday. We'll break it down. Can't wait. I'll be sitting in my chair in the basement. Yeah, man. We'll get it cracking. Jared Payton, Ernie Scat, and WGNRadio.com. Down and distance. Follow it on Twitter at DADPod if you want to check out anything that's going on from the previous podcast that we have popping here. As always, we were here and now we're gone. Peace. Peace.